joining us by live stream, those who are here tonight, let us take the time to give honor and glory to God. He's so worthy of it. He's so worthy of our praise. He's so worthy of our adoration. He is so worthy of our love, our appreciation, our faithfulness. Father, you are truly worthy and lovely. Lord, your love for us is unimaginable, incomprehensible. Even though we don't think, Lord God, that we're lovable, even though we may not feel deserving of your love and of your mercy and grace, but who am I to argue with your word? You said you love us, and that's good enough for me. And Lord, for that I thank you. In spite of my weaknesses, in spite of my faults, in spite of the fact that we're so messed up, Lord God, yet you still love us. And you still show us mercy and grace because that's who you are. That's why you're so worthy to be praised. That's why we adore you, Lord God. That's why we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. For loving me right where we are, right where I'm at. In spite of myself, in spite of ourselves. Thank you for showing forth your faithfulness. Thank you for being there for us. Thank you for standing with us. Thank you for helping us get through the difficult times. Thank you for always being there, Lord God, in our time of need. Thank you for being a present help in our time of need. Thank you, Lord God, for everything you've done, everything you'll ever do in our lives. We thank you. We thank you for the simple things that we take for granted. We thank you, Lord, for, for heat. We thank you for electricity. We thank you for water. We thank you for the clothes on our backs. We thank you for the roof over our heads. We thank you for transportation. We thank you, Lord, that we can come to a church to worship. Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. We adore you. Hallelujah. We, we exalt you, O oh God. You alone are God. There's none like you. There never will be anyone like you. Hallelujah. And you're my God. You're our God. And Lord, for this we thank you. And we give you all the glory and all the praise that you so deserve. And all of God's people who agree with that, let's shout a great hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Those who are watching and joining us by live stream because you're not here to watch us. You're here to join us. As we come together to pray in one accord, praying God's perfect will, praying together in faith, joining our faith together to make things happen. We thank the Lord and we thank you for all for being here tonight. You know, one of the saddest things, the saddest moment of our lives, the saddest thing that we can go through in life is when we finally putting away our summer clothes and slowly bringing in our winter clothes and our fall clothes. That's a sad thing for me. 
because I love the summer. But like everything else, life is season, are full of seasons. And we need to be prepared for every season. Amen. Uh, before we get into a prayer, let me just uh, spend a few moments just to share a, a word with you this morning, uh, this evening. It's been a long day, forgive me. Um, but I'm praying that this will encourage us tonight to pray. Not that you need any encouragement, but you know what? Every little bit of encouragement certainly helps. Every little bit of inspiration can help. Any bit of motivation to help us to pray fervently and earnestly certainly help. Jesus says in Mark 11 verse 17, he says, My house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. That means that when we come together, where we're here physically or joining us in spirit through live stream, we need to keep in mind and remind ourselves that the house of God is a holy place for united prayer. The prayer closet is for individual prayer. But the house of God is a prayer that, that requires a concerted prayer. A united prayer. And we want to remind ourselves of this. There's something that um, E.M. Bounds says, who's, who's written many books on, on prayer. And he says this, that the very life, power, and glory of the church is prayer. He says that the life of its members, that's you and I, is dependent on prayer and that the presence of God is retained and secured by prayer. And so this very place, the fact that we have that knowledge, this very place is made a sacred place for us to pray, for the ministry of prayer. And we need to understand that and learn that so that we can come together when we pray in reverence. Recognizing that this is a sacred place through the ministry of prayer. Amen. And so we need to understand that. But understand this. The church that doesn't pray is like a body without a spirit. It's dead. It's lifeless. There's no sign of life. So without prayer, the church is lifeless and powerless. Ian Baum made this statement. He says that when prayer becomes an unfamiliar exercise in the church, even in our own individual lives, then God himself becomes a stranger to us. God himself becomes unfamiliar to us. And saints, let us never get to that place. Let us ne never get to that place when our prayer life is lacking. Realize that we become an unfamiliar relationship with God you see that's what prayer does it brings us together to God it brings us to an intimate place to know God to hear from God and to have that intimate and interaction with God but a church with prayer in it however has God in it and if God is in it then our prayers create possibilities how many of you believe that there are possibilities in our prayer lives it's important that we understand that and believe that because see, the word possibility means this. It is a state or fact of being likely or possible. See, in other words, possibilities mean that it is probable. It is in all likelihood. It is achievable. It is attainable. It is conceivable in everything that we pray. When we believe that, the that there's possibilities in prayer, that motivates us. That inspires us to want to pray even more fervently. To pray even more earnestly. 
Because we know that prayer is not uh, in vain. I like what Ian Bounds said. He says this, Prayer is a wonderful power placed by Almighty God in the hands of the saints, which may be used, watch this, to accomplish great purposes and to achieve unusual results. My friends, these are the possibilities of our prayer. There are possibilities. And listen, when we limit God, we limit all possibilities. When our prayer life is lacking, that means that it is not attainable. Our prayers are not achievable. It is not conceivable. It is not probable. Because we choose not to pray. We allow ourselves to lack in prayer. We allow ourselves not to pray consistently and continuously. If there's no prayer, there's no possibilities. Think about that. But when we pray, we open the door for possibilities. We open the doors for great possibilities. Are you hearing me this morning, this evening? I don't know why I keep saying this morning, but it's been a long day for me. So please bear with me. But when we can believe the possibilities of prayer, then it becomes easy to pray in faith and continuously and not give up. Prayer opens doors for unlimited possibilities. In Colossians chapter 4 and verses 2 through 4, Paul writes to the church of Colossae and he says this. Verse 2, he says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us, watch this, that God would open to us a door for the world or for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Now notice that doors are open when we pray. Some of you may have been praying and you feel like the doors have been shut. But let me encourage you tonight. Continue praying because God's going to blow those doors open, wide open for you. Because that's what prayer does. It gives us the possibility of opening doors that man has shut. That circumstances has shut. But understand that prayer opens doors. And who does the opening? God does. He says that, that God may open the doors for the word. Look at what he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12. It says, furthermore, when I come to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord. Who opened the door? The Lord had. So when we pray to God, he opens the door. That's where the possibilities come. It's because we're praying to a mighty God. He's the one that makes all things possible. Acts 14 and verse 27 says this. Now when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported that all that God had done with them and that he, meaning God, opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. <coughs> Excuse me. And then one last verse, 1 Corinthians 16, verses 8 and 9, says this, But I will tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost, for a great effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. So, you know, we may not always be able to see what God is doing ahead of, of what's going on ahead, what, what's going on down the road. We don't know what God is doing. But we have this confidence in knowing that even though we may not understand the timing of his, uh, of, of his timing or, 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 or how he does things, 
know this, that God is working effectively to open up those doors that we've been praying for, those doors to, that have been shut for the longest time. And how many of you have been praying and you feel like the doors have been shut in your life? Those of you who are watching or joining us through live stream, I'm sure some of you are raising your hands as well. But know this, we're praying to a God who knows how to blow doors wide open. Amen. Glory to God. He is at work and he's opening doors left and right. Because prayer is the key to, to open all closed doors. Prayer is the key to open up the kingdom of heaven. In Matthew 16 and verse 19, I know I said that was the last verse, but this is the last verse for sure. Matthew 16 and verse 19, where when Jesus asked the question to his disciples, whom do men say that I am? Peter spoke up and says, you are Christ, the son of the living God. And, and Jesus turns to him and says, uh, no one has, has revealed this to you, but God himself. And he says, you are now Peter. He changes his name from Simon Barjona to Peter. It says, and upon this rock, that is this revelation that you've received, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But then he says in verse 19, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. You see, that key represents a significant authority that God has given to every church. And it spills over into our prayer life. So when we pray, we pray with authority. We pray, and as we're praying, we're opening the doors of heaven so that God can pour out his blessing upon us so that we'll have, not have room enough to receive it. God will begin to open up doors everywhere. And understand this. God wants to open up those doors there are doors of opportunities, doors of, of, of possibilities that are being opened when we pray. Doors of our possibilities in, in, our, in our health. Doors of possibilities in our, 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 our profession. Uh, doors of possibilities in our relationships. Doors of possibilities uh, in every area of our lives. When we pray, we open the doors of possibilities in every situation, our health, our relationship, our jobs, everything that you can think of, it opens the doors of possibilities for victories, for restoration, for pulling down strongholds in our lives. When we pray, we make it possible for God to work and move on our behalf. But if we don't pray, if we limit our prayer life, then we limit all possibilities. And every door will remain shut. But when we pray fervently, earnestly, confidently, praying God's word, praying in faith, praying God's perfect will, and praying with the right heart and the right spirit, the possibilities are endless. The possibilities are boundless. And that's what prayer does. And that's what prayer is. And I need you to understand that so that when we come together tonight to pray, we want to pray with the confidence knowing that our, our prayers is making possible the things that we're praying for. And tonight we're going to focus on praying continuously for our nation because we know that our nation is broke. Our nation is in, is in turmoil. We want to pray for our church because the church 
can very easily fall into the same strife and division that is going on in our, in our nation. The church should be representing God, should be standing above all the strife and division that is going on in this world. And we want to pray for the church. We want to pray for, for unity in the church. We want to pray for unity in our nation. It's gotten to, it's gotten to a point where people are afraid to, tell, to, to share their opinions, to share their, their, their decision of who they're going to elect for president. They're afraid without, because by doing that, they're afraid they're going to be attacked or threatened. Saints, we live in a democracy. And if we can't share, express our opinion, if we don't have the freedom to choose whom we want to elect for office, then what kind of world do we live in? Do you understand the turmoil that is going on in this country? Matter of fact, we had this one woman who came to New Bedford and began to, uh, I guess she was just, she was standing in a corner uh, with a bullhorn and, and she was supporting Trump and she was, you know, I guess she was there in support of Trump. And there are people, the crowd, trying to grab and take away the bullhorn, causing her to break her ankles. My friends, this is the world that we live in today. So we understand why we need to pray for our nation, why we need to pray for the church, because the church plays a very vital role in this country. We want to open up doors of possibilities for peace and unity in our country. Peace and unity among the church. And, and it's sad to say that the vision has, has spilled into the church as well. Where people are afraid to express their opinions, their political views. For fear of being threatened. Or attacked. Or ridiculed. Or criticized. We have much to pray about. Much to pray for. And in the midst of all of that, there are still people that are lost in this world who don't know Christ. All the political upheaval that's going on, all the division and strife cannot compare to the people that are lost. Because they're the ones that face the greater danger. Because if they should die in their sins... They spend eternity in everlasting destruction. So tonight we're going to pray for our nation. And we're also going to pray for the church in this country. To play a very vital and very important role. And we're also going to pray for the lost souls. So if you join me tonight. Those of you who are joining us through live stream. Let's join, join me uh, as we excuse me, go before the Lord. Let's join our faith together. And let's pray in one accord. As we go before the Lord tonight, Father God, we come to you together, joining our faith in one accord. The saints who are here today, Father God, and those that are joining us by live stream. Father, we pray that you hear our prayers and our petitions that we bring before you tonight. Father God, we understand uh, the, the, the environment that we live in today. We understand the, the violence, uh, the, the disunity. The strife and the division, Father God, that has gone on in this world, especially in our country. And Father God, we come against every evil work because your word says that where there's strife and division, there's every evil work. And Lord, we know who's behind that evil work. And we take notice upon him right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray 
that our leaders, Father God, will come together in a common effort, Lord, to bring peace and unity into this country. Father, to stop the division, to stop the violence, Father God, to be able to live in this country and feel free to choose whom we serve, to choose who we, who we elect, to choose, Lord God, what political views we stand for. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord God, that the freedom that we have in this country, Father, will be able to exercise, Lord God, without being ridiculed and without being threatened. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you remove this darkness, this dark cloud that is hanging over this country, Lord God. And we pray, Father God, that you let the sun begin to shine. Remove the evil. Remove the the, the division, Father God. Remove those, Father God, who are responsible for bringing more division, Father God, into this country. And Lord, we pray, Father, for leaders that that, uh, promote peace. Leaders, Father God, that promote equality. Lord, leaders, Lord God, that promote uh, 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 unity, Father God. Oh, Lord Jesus, we pray, Father God. We pray with all our hearts, Lord God. We pray with all our soul, Lord God, for this country. We pray, Lord God, that you save this country from itself. Lord, save this country from destroying itself, Lord God. Save this country from self-destruction, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, we hear our prayers, Lord God. Hear our prayers tonight, oh, Lord. Hear the cries of your people, Lord God, as we stand in the gap. Lord God, we pray with the possibility, Lord God, of knowing that you hear our prayers and you carry forth our prayers and begin to do the work behind the scenes, Lord. Touching every life, touching hearts. Father, we pray that whomever is elected to be president and the leader of this country, Father God. We pray for them. We pray, Father God, that you'll guide them. We pray, Father God, that you begin to minister to them. We pray, Lord God, that you begin to inspire them to bring this country together. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that our leaders will put aside their political views, put aside their political um, agendas, Lord God, and come together, Lord God, to be at peace. To be able to work with one another. To be able to uh, agree with one another. To be able to uh, talk with one another, Lord God, without the backbiting, without the, the criticism, Lord God. Without the attacks, Lord God. Without the slander. We pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for this country, Lord God. We pray that every people of every color, of every race, Lord God, will will. will will enjoy the equality, Father God, that this country was meant to provide. We pray, Father God, for equal opportunity, Lord God, for all races and for all nations. Father, we pray, Lord God, for equality, Lord God, wherever we go, wherever we live, wherever we work, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you remove the evil of racism, the evil of bigotry, hallelujah. Father, we pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you remove the evil of inequality, racial inequality, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you remove all of these evil things that have been planted by the devil all of these years. And Father, we pray for healing of our nation. We pray, Father God, that you begin to heal our nation. Begin to build up the foundation that has been cracked and shattered, Lord God. 
Father, we pray, Lord God, that the godly principles, the biblical principles, Lord God, will, be, will, will take effect. Well, Lord God, will people begin to recognize the importance of the biblical principles that this country was founded upon? Hallelujah. And Father, that we become doers of your word and not just hearers only. Father, we pray, Lord God, that, that the Spirit of God will begin to infiltrate Congress, the House of Senate, the executive home, Lord God, uh, or, or order, Lord God, in every political atmosphere, every political uh, climate, Father God, the Spirit of God will be hovering over that, Lord God, and beginning to sow seeds of peace and unity and healing, Lord God, removing the hatred, removing the racism, and the, removing the bigotry, removing the political agenda, Lord God, removing the, the pride and the arrogance, Lord God. Removing the desire for power. Father, we pray. Hallelujah. As bad as this country is, as messed up as this country is, Father God, we believe that you can do all things. Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing, Father God, is complicated for you. Hallelujah. Father, we pray that you being God, you who sit on the throne, Father God, we know it doesn't matter who gets elected, Father God. Who sits in the seat in the Oval House? What matters is who's sitting on the throne. What matters is who is God? And that is you, Lord. You are what matters. Hallelujah. We pray, Lord God, for your sovereignty. We pray, Father God, for your power. We pray, Father God, that you begin to reveal and manifest yourself, your power, your presence in this country. And Lord, let this country realize and recognize that you are truly God. Hallelujah. Lord God, you begin to change the views of the atheist. Let them know that you do exist. Hallelujah. Father, those who have not acknowledged you, those who have rejected you, Father God, I pray you begin to reveal yourself in such a powerful way, Lord God, that they'll now become believers without a shadow of a doubt, that they'll acknowledge you as God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you begin to reveal yourself to this country. Hallelujah. Father, you begin to introduce yourself. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you raise up the church, Lord God, to be, to be the, the manifesting power, the manifesting uh, vehicle, Father God, for your power to be expressed, for your love to be expressed, for your mercy and grace to be expressed. Hallelujah. Let the church rise up. Let the church wake up. Let us open up our eyes. Hallelujah. And let's take our place, Lord God. Beginning with our knees, Lord. Hallelujah. As we begin to pray for one another. As we begin to pray for our leaders. As we begin to pray for our nation. Glory to God. Let the church rise up and take its stand. Let the church, Lord God, give the church a holy boldness, Father God. Hallelujah. To proclaim that you are, Je- that, that Jesus is Lord. Father, I pray, Lord God, that there'll be, that, that whatever strife and division is in the church, we pray right now, Father God, that you get rid of it. You rid us of, of, of every strife, every division, every evil work, Lord God, that has penetrated our church, Lord. Lord, let no political views, let no political agenda, no what, whatever political beliefs we may have, I'll let none of those things come in between who we are and who we represent. Because when it's all said and done, we, we have one thing in common. 
And that is Christ Jesus, the Lord of, of glory. Hallelujah. 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 Father God, we pray for a revival in the church. We pray, Father God, hallelujah, that we begin to uh, get our priorities in order. Let us come back, Lord God, to the place where we need to be spiritually. Let us come back to the place where we need to be, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That is reviving us. That is awakening us up. Hallelujah. Father, we pray for the Holy Ghost to move mightily, Lord God, on our behalf. To move mightily in our midst, O God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for bringing us to our proper place. Bringing us in our place of authority, Father God, in this country. Glory be to God. Let us not be ashamed of the gospel. Hallelujah. Let us not compromise our faith, Lord God. In spite of what people say. In spite of the threats that may be against us. Father, let us stand proudly. Let us stand humbly. And let us stand boldly, Father God. As we utter the words, Jesus is Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Let the church be the church. Let the church be what it was meant to be, O oh God. Hallelujah. A church that represents you in every way. A church that, that demonstrates your love and your power and your mercy and your grace. The church that carries the good news of the gospel. That Jesus died on a cross for our sins. Hallelujah. That is the true message. That is the gospel. That is the, the, the assignment that you've given to all believers. Hallelujah. In spite of what we go through today, Father God, in spite of what we're going through in this country, Father God, let us rise up and let us stand and let us evangelize the world, Lord God, and let us make disciples unto all men. Glory be to God. And let us proclaim that Jesus is Lord in this nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Let's just take the time just to praise him. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. You are great and mighty. Hallelujah. Lord, you are God. There's no one like you. My God, we thank you. We thank you for being our protector. Thank you for being our provider. Hallelujah. Thank you for being our present help. Thank you for being our guide. Thank you for your mercy and grace upon us, O oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being our peace in the midst of a turmoil. Father, thank you, Lord God, for being our joy, Lord God, in the time of, 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 of anger, Lord God, and, and violence. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for being, being the God of peace in our lives. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping us to rise up above the circumstances, Father God. And Lord, having done all to stand, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the foundation that you built in us. Father, strengthen our foundation of our faith, O oh God. Thank you, Lord God, as you strengthen us, Lord God, as godly men and godly women. Father, help us to be aware of our assignment. 
Help us, Lord, to be vigilant in our assignment, Lord God. Hallelujah. Father, wherever we go, Lord God, that we represent you, Lord, in such a powerful way. Father God, that wherever we go, Lord God, we'll have an impact on people's lives. Not because of us, but because of the love that is in us. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit that's within us. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for using us. We thank you, Father God, for, for all, Lord God, for, for, for having the confidence in us, Lord God, to, to call us out and to give us this responsibility. Let us take this responsibility seriously, Lord God. Let us take our assignment seriously, O oh God. Hallelujah. 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 Let not a day go by, Father God, without touching someone's life, without representing you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Let us always be ready in season and out of season, Lord God. To give an answer to those that ask about our faith. Let us stand boldly, Lord God, and give us the utterance to speak those words. Words, Lord God, that will bring life into them, Lord God. Hallelujah. Words, Lord God, that will make them believers in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray for the anointing to fall upon your church. We pray for a greater anointing, O God. Hallelujah. We pray, Father God, for a mighty move of the Holy Spirit within each and every one of us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That name that is above every other name. We thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, forgive us. For not being where we need to be spiritually, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, if we've not been vigilant in our life, in our prayers, in our devotional time. Father, forgive us, Lord God, if we're not being the, the person that you called us to be. Forgive us, Father God, if we're now allowing the Holy Spirit to work and move in us. Forgive us for being afraid, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for not being obedient to your word. Forgive us, Lord, as we humble ourselves before you tonight, Lord God. Raise us up. Help us, Lord God, to stand and having done all the stand. Help us, Lord God, to be everything you've called us to be. To be everything that you created us to be, O oh God. To be the man and the woman that you called us to be. Help us, Lord God, to walk in the anointing, Father, that you provided for us. Help us be led by the Spirit of God in every area of our lives. Oh, my God, let us not be moved by fear, but, Lord, let us be moved by your Spirit. Hallelujah. Lord, let us be back in touch with you, Lord. Let us be in tune with you, Father God. Let us walk with you, Lord. 
Let us have that intimate relationship with you once again, Lord God. Bring us to that place, Lord God, that you've opened the door for us. Lord, that you've made it possible for us to have access into your very presence, O oh God. And Lord, let it, let it be a daily thing, Lord God. Let it be a regular thing, Lord God. Let it be a familiar action, Lord God. Let it be a familiar activity in our lives, Father God. Lord, we pray. Hallelujah. Instill in us a hunger, Father, a more of a hunger for you, Lord God. A hunger for your word. A zeal for souls, O oh God. Father, let there be a love in us, Father, for those who don't know you, Father God. Let there be a concern for those, Lord God, who are lost. Father, let there be a desire in our hearts, Lord God, the same desire that is in your heart. Let it be in us, Father God, when it comes to people who don't know you. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, help us to be evangelists. Help us, Lord God, to spread the gospel. Help us, Lord God, give us the wisdom, the utterance, Father God, to speak in persons' lives, Lord God, and help change their lives by bringing the gospel to them. Let us be seed planters, Lord God. Hallelujah. Father, many of us have loved ones, Lord, who, who don't know you. <clears throat> and Lord, we've tried to speak the word. We tried to bring the gospel and it doesn't seem to be working, Lord God. But Father, we pray, we believe in the seed. We believe in the power of the seed. And we continue to pray over that seed that's been planted in their hearts. And we pray for someone to come along and water that seed. We pray, Father God, that you are the harvester. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank you that there'll be a season, Lord God, that they'll rise up and acknowledge you as Lord and Savior in their lives. Father, we pray for our loved ones, whether it's our spouse, our children, our grandchildren, our relative, Lord God, our neighbor, a friend, a co-worker, Lord God, whoever it may be, whoever you put in our hearts, Father God, let us be committed to pray for them until Christ be formed in them. Let us not quit give praying, Father God, but let us continue to seek your face. Let us continue to bring them before you, Father God, in prayer. Let us continue to bring them into the throne of grace. Hallelujah. We may obtain mercy and help in our time of need. Father, we lift them up to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we, we claim them. Hallelujah. We claim them for the kingdom of God. And Father God, we claim right now and proclaim that their names will be written in the last book of life. So that when Jesus returns, that they'll be a part of that number. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Father, we pray for the salvation of souls. We pray, Father God, for our neighborhoods. We pray for our community, O oh God. We pray for the leaders in our community, Father. And we pray for their salvation. We pray that they'll come to know Jesus in a personal way. We pray, Father God, for revival in our neighborhoods. Revival in our community, Lord God. Revivals in our cities, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Revival in, in our workplace, O oh God. Hallelujah. Revival in our schools, O oh God. Hallelujah. Father, the sky's the limit. You are not limited to, Lord, anything, Father God. You can do anything. 
So, Father, we thank you for shaking the very foundation of our community, shaking the foundation of our cities, shaking the very foundation of our workplaces, shaking the very foundation of this nation, Father God. And let this be a nation that serves you with all of their hearts. Let this be a nation truly under you, O oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we ask this because we know that all things are possible to those who believe. We ask this, Father God, because you said with you everything is possible. And so, Father, we're not ashamed to bring this before you. It may seem impossible. It may seem like this will never happen. It may seem, Father God, like it's even unimaginable to, to see something like this happen. But, Lord, we're talking to you, O oh God. We're bringing our petitions before you. You are God. And so the possibilities are great. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for hearing our petitions, for hearing our cry, for hearing our hearts, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you with all of our hearts for hearing our prayers. We thank you, Lord God, for responding to our prayers. And we thank you for opening doors, Lord God, doors of opportunities. Hallelujah. Doors, Father God, will be open for, for people to become saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Doors will open for revival, O God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, Lord, we thank you. We honor you today. We bless you tonight. Oh, let's just take the time to worship him. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We honor you, O oh God. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We can't thank you enough, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Words cannot express how we feel, O oh God. But we thank you anyways. We worship you and, and exalt your mighty name, O oh God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, my Jesus. Thank you, my God. Blessed is your name forevermore. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise the wonderful name of Jesus. Praise the wonderful name of Jesus. Praise the wonderful name of Jesus. That name that is above every other name. Hallelujah. That name that is exalted above everything on earth, in heaven, and under the earth. We exalt you, O God. Hallelujah. We extol you, O Lord. Blessed be your name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We love you. We adore you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, as I was meditating on the story of Samuel, when God told him to go to Jesse's house to choose from among his sons the next king of Israel. And so when Samuel went to Jesse's house, he had Jesse line up all of his boys. And he began to look at every one of them to see who 
has the potential to be the next king of Israel. And from among all of the sons, he saw one that stood out above all the rest. Because in Samuel's eyes, he looked apart. He looked like he could be the next king. He, he had the appearance of a king. He had the stature of a king. As far as Samuel's concerned, this guy is the king. But before Samuel made his choice, God had to stop him and say, Well, well, well Samuel, slow your roll. He said, before you choose the next king, let me just say this. You judge a man by his appearance, by his experience, by his education, by his success, by, by his accomplishments. But I judge a man far different than you do. Because I judge a man by what's in his heart. And so, when Samuel realized, okay, well, if none of these are the king, then who, 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 else, who else could it be? You say one of his sons. And so Samuel asked the son, the father, Jesse, is this all that your boys? I mean, is there anybody else? I said, and, and Jesse says, oh yeah, you know what? I do have another son, David. But he's out there, you know, sh- tending to sheep. You see, and Jesse didn't consider David a king because as far as he was concerned, he was young. And his only role, his only responsibility was simply to tend sheep. That's how he was seen. That's how he was looked upon. But we learn that God sees something more in David than what his father saw. And, and when I began to study this and, and, and read this and meditate on this, God took me to a whole different perspective of that verse. Because what God was trying to show me was this. When we pray, we have this habit of drawing a picture or or a roadmap for God to tell him how we want our prayers to be answered and when we want it to be answered. When all God wants is for us to bring our petitions before him and allow him to work out the details. Because it's not our ways, it's his ways. See, we think that if we do it this way, if we ask God that way, and if we tell God this is how we want to do it, and this is when we want to do it, we're taking everything, we're taking the power and the glory of God away from Him. Because understand this, what God wants to do, what God is intended for us to do, is to do for us is this, that when He answers the prayer, when He delivers the answer to our prayers, He wants us to believe without a shadow of a doubt Without any doubt in our minds that this was truly God and no one else. And I've shared this story before and I'll share it again because during the time we were going through a financial struggle, we prayed. We prayed and we prayed to God, sometimes with tears. And then, you know, when matters got worse, our car broke down. Now we had no vehicle. There was no way for me to get to church. There was no way for me to get to work. There was no way to be able to bring my family to church. I had to rely on someone else to take me to church. And I had to leave my family aside because no one had room enough for a family of six. So I had to sacrifice my family to stay home. But we prayed and continue to pray. And it's very easy to be tempted to try to help God out and show Him how to answer our prayers. 
and the way to deliver our, our, the answer to our prayers. But God did something wonderful and magnificent, something unimaginable, something that is beyond our imagination and belief. When God sent somebody to give us a check two days before Christmas for $4,000 to buy our next vehicle, and I'll tell you what, when we received that check, there was no doubt in our mind that this was truly God. And all it does was cause us to, to praise Him even more. And elevate our faith in such a way that we know that God can do anything, no matter what our circumstances are. So let's stop telling God how to answer our prayers and let him work out the details. Because he knows better on how to do that. And he wants to deliver it in such a way that all we know that it's God and no one else. Not a coincidence, not by some happenstance, it's God and only God. And so I I, I encourage all of you tonight that when you go before the Lord in prayer, thank him in advance and let him work out the details. Because he knows, he's been doing it for thousands of years, and he knows what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, listen, praise the Lord. Yes, give him a praise. Give him a praise offering. Glory to God. Well, before we close tonight.